0: You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with Dr. Tara. Love bites.
1: Today's episode is about uh, nipples.
0: <sighs> Hello, Reed.
1: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was trying to do the energy. I'm, like, well, and I'm you worried. Let me just do nothing. that again. <laughs> let me, I was thinking. I was thinking. Hold on. Let me bring the energy. One sec. One sec. <laughs> Hey Florence, how are you today? <laughs> fucking tired, man. Tired. Jesus, tired. <laughs> What's happened? Tired. What's happened to us? Is this old age, or is, is this old is age? This, this is. <laughs> we say old age. We're not old. I um. I um, went out to a gig last night. Yeah. yeah. You messaged me at really late. I was like, wow, Florence, be our late. No, it was <laughs> nearly midnight. <laughs> Before it was, it, girl, was
0: it, it was late for you, it was late yeah. But it was so sick, though. I saw Little Sims live, and we got VIP tickets. What, it, what so, does that
1: even mean? It just you sounds were in so a fancy.
0: Special little area with the best mm. fucking view. Have you had mm. any exciting updates this week, reed
1: Well, no, man. I've been, <laughs> I've been fucking, I've been. I've been sick with COVID the day Shit. after I landed from LA I caught COVID oh, <laughs> and that had that floored okay. me for the past like eight days and it was the bank that Easter Easter weekend and yep. it, it was sunny in England which is a fucking rarity and I was still testing <sighs> positive and I was like I just want to go outside and see people yeah um, and then as soon as I tested negative I went out uh, and I painted the town red oh nice with my roll skates and with lots of alcohol so yeah i'm having a sober weekend this weekend how fun hey i'm excited for you thank you You sober sex party sober sex party and sober rave
0: okay well i've done both of the sex parties that i've been to sober i wasn't drinking there
1: what's it what how different is it going to a, a sex party sober than it is drunk is it harder
0: no, I mean, I had my threesome completely sober.
1: That's goals, it's that is. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Sober Actually, sex like, is goals. First,
0: the first time I had one drink, that's a lie. But the second party I had zero drinks because I was on antibiotics. Yeah,
1: I think it's doable. It's doable. I
0: prefer being sober at these things because you get like the full experience. You're like, there's nothing. It's so clear, you know, like everything's
1: coming at you. I completely agree. Every time I've gone to a sex party or a fetish club it's just it's almost wasted when you get too fucked it's wasted especially when you're on a date and you really fancy someone you go back and fuck and it's just like like and it feels normal I think that's the worst part being drunk and having sex drunk feels normal and okay and then it's when you start having it sober you're like oh wow okay this is what it's really supposed to be like like oh my god I can come like wow (laughs) sober sex is where it's at how about you Florence any updates going on at the moment yeah (laughs) I ended things with
0: Julian just because he was really far away he was very geographically undesirable as they say and it fizzled out we didn't have the well he didn't have the time for me really because of work and that wasn't good enough for me because I needed just some more like if I'm seeing someone I want to see them yeah Um, I don't want them just like in the background like you know so I just decided to end things there and then and choose myself even though I feel like he kind of led me to the door yeah I opened the door and closed (laughs) it
1: yeah (laughs) it made a little bit easier so you would you say it was mutual
0: well he has not spoken to me since so Mm. I uh, I I don't know Mm mm-hmm Complicated. I'm very sad that he has not responded to that because it's just like, oh, come on, like, let's just have a conversation. Like, adults, please. Like, also, like, I genuinely liked this guy. Like, I really did like him a lot. And it's just sad that it kind of ended the way that it did because it was so exciting at the beginning.
1: It is sad when you have such a strong connection and you go through... Even just a little bit of time, you know, it is really sad that it all has to be over. And it's it's just like it it feels like a waste. Like, wow, what the fuck was that? Rather than staying friends or staying in touch or keeping civil, exchanging pleasantries now and again. Is that fucking too hard to ask for? Yeah,
0: apparently American men just don't like to keep contact afterwards, like. It That's seems it's a pattern out here so far.
1: Where, where, where are we hearing this?
0: I'm in my experience, it's a pattern.
1: <laughs> in my experience of of UK men, like all of my exes, don't want to <laughs> don't want to be friends, and I'm desperate to be friends with yeah. them. I want to like, what did I did I, I really mean, fuck things up that badly? Jeez. Exactly. This is how
0: I feel. I'm like, yeah. <sighs> What? Because last in my UK exes i could talk to no
1: problem now especially after time has passed i feel like that's okay and there's you know there's several reasons why i can't stay i would stay friends with thomas but there are reasons why i can't stay friends with thomas unfortunately um i'm going through email exchanges with my ex at the moment just (laughs) feels so dead and so cold and i hate it i fucking hate it because he's blocked you everywhere Blocked me everywhere, yeah. Fuck. Which I, I understand because of what we do, you know, it's like, especially if you mm. check on Instagram, blocking people is healthy because it could you just hurt mute you more. You can people on Instagram. You can fucking mute people. And also like on WhatsApp, like blocking me on WhatsApp was like final straw, man. I was like, oh, okay, re- you really don't want to talk to me. And I actually have to talk to you. So yeah, it's yeah, that's tough There's be I've been going through it with the emails. Yeah. It, it, it hurts. It really hurts. I'm like who are you? I like you're not even talking to me like a human anymore. What is that's going on? That's the
0: thing. It's like yeah. how can you go from being like really good friends with someone fucking them all the time to like this cold cold
1: robotic yet heartless like like i don't know like it just it doesn't
0: feel real it feels fake i wonder what the curious fuckers think about this stuff is it us
1: (laughs) is it is it our, our fault do we just make people hate us
0: i feel like i'm a really nice person
1: Yeah, of course, but of course we're gonna feel like that. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're handling it all fucking wrong. This is why I wanna talk to them so I can find out why and learn to do better. Help me to help you. Fuck.
0: Just after I ended things with Julian, my fuck body that I had left the next day texted me saying, I think it's best that we keep things platonic from now.
1: Oh, of course. So
0: So cut off.
1: is cut off and
0: I'm cutting Shit, myself off I've said to myself no more dating until June
1: no more dating or like you know like are we doing like meet was it meet cutes and fucking people or just nothing the celibacy is strong
0: I'm not gonna say 100% celibacy because like if I did meet some, fit someone and it like went somewhere and it was like natural then that could be a thing but I'm not gonna look for it so I'm gonna probably be celibate until
1: June (gasps) yeah (laughs) pray for me I mean that's very brave I don't know how you're doing that the idea of celibacy is horrific to me I need to put I need to prioritize myself right now like
0: I just cannot be entangled in anyone else's shit
1: yeah that is a good point yeah
0: yeah because even if it's just a fuck buddy there's something
1: if you can have a fuck buddy and there is no emotional attachment and it works and you're communicative i think you're fine but when every single person you fuck turns into something greater and you don't want it to that's when you need a motherfucking break oh yeah one more thing i got my book in flesh oh my god yay it's so beautiful wow it's so beautiful
0: you happy with it? Yeah, very happy. It's crazy seeing it in real life. It's like, wow, I actually wrote all these words.
1: <laughs> yeah, like a, something physical right in front of you. That's like really it's cool. That's it. That's it. Whoa. Well, with
0: small well,
1: I'm not gonna be able to read that. I'm waiting for the on book version. <laughs>
0: There's, there is an audiobook version that's going to be very sexy. We've got voice actors doing the stories.
1: It's probably better if it's voice, voice actors, because if it was your voice, I'd be lying there getting horny to your voice.
0: Yeah. I read yeah, the tips yeah. and stuff in between, like the introduction okay, so, and all like yeah, that. stuff. But you could, yeah, you, that won't make you horny.
1: Speaking of horny, so I, I've had no horn for the past month being in LA and having COVID and I've not really wanted, I mean, I fucked one guy in, in LA, but I wasn't really looking I had kind of like a really nice detox a break from dating apps and I swear to god all of my horn from the past month has hit me last night and today and I don't know what to do with myself and it's it's obsessive and it is fucking crazy and I could not get to sleep because of it you know and you're just you're just stuck in that I want to think about it again. I want to think more, and I want to fantasize more. and And I was just so stuck in it, so I don't know what to fucking do. I don't know what to do. I just I need, need to, to get laid. you need to fuck yourself. I've been doing that, Florence, and it's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's not enough.
0: Get, hire a sex worker.
1: You know what? i uh, I mean, I. I have my fuck buddy. I have. What's this? Cattle prod. Is his yeah, nickname. Cattle Prod. Uh, cattle Prod, but Cattle Prod, unfortunately, couldn't meet with me this week. And so the thirst got stronger. I thought I was doing okay, man. Maybe you should book in a dungeon session. I actually have one coming at the end of the month.
0: Okay, great.
1: And net, like the week weekend before that, I've got my Tickle event, which I'm really excited. So I'm going to get my needs met. And on Friday... I'm going to a sex party. So, yeah, I I will get my needs met. But why why are you complaining? (laughs) I'm not complaining. I'm frustrated. I'm going mad. And it's because all of these people that I'm talking to online, right? And they are... Okay, riddle me this. Why is it that everyone that you talk to online, who is like, you know they're going to be a great listener, a great communicator, their values are aligned, but you just don't have that like spark and as soon yeah. as somebody comes along that's a little bit of trouble that's like Eesh. a little a little bit like of a threat then oh my god the horn is there and every, every all sense goes out the window why is it yeah, like, when you're that? like I have logic here staring me in the face and I, I still am so turned on about this person that I don't even fucking know about just because he's a little bit dangerous what the fuck is that about why is he dangerous man oh because he's he's psycho <laughs> what not literally he's just his what he's into sexually aligns with what I'm into sexually uh, I hope he's not a real psycho read. No, I wouldn't go for psychos, like um I well, I don't think so. No one knows. Like
0: it's like American
1: psycho, it's a facade. Well, why do I find psychos hot, so again, what is with why am I attracted to the toxic traits? I know they are bad, but Oh my god, well don't don't don't
0: say this. I mean I just go for soft boys here, right?
1: And I'm fuck boys. That's it. I'm fuck boy.
0: <sighs> I personally am very ready to talk about nipples now, as it's one of my favourite subjects. Yum. <laughs> Shall we
1: get T- Doctor Tara on? There's a doctor yes. on the podcast. We got a doctor on the podcast. Yeah, I cannot wait to get her on. I, uh, I'm my nipples are elated, erect, erect. Yeah, elated. Does that even work? It does now.
2: Dr. Tara, we're so excited to have you on the podcast. How are you today? I would say I'm adulting this morning, so not as orgasmic as my normal mornings because I love morning sex, so I try to fit it in. But today I had to wake up early to do taxes. So my my pussy is dry right now.
1: Fucking boner killer. Honestly, (laughs) why? You know what? How amazing would it be if doing adult stuff like taxes actually turned us on? Oh, my God. Imagine the world that we would live in. Actually, the fetish scene would be mad. We would
0: have no war. Do you think there are people out there that are, are turned on by taxes? There must be. I feel like people. There's people that are turned on by absolutely anything. Oh, anything.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, something mundane. Data yesterday, input. I taught a lecture on <laughs> fetishes, and my students yes. found some really crazy, like fetishes online. And oh my god, know, give, us, give us, well, one of them is a fetish where you can only fall in love and get sexually aroused from an object that's not moving? Yes, wow. yeah, like the immovable yeah. object. I've yeah. seen I've
1: seen documentaries on people being in love and and having a sexual relationship with parts of the Berlin yeah. Wall. Like it's Wait, a wall. wall. Yeah. It's a wall. You know like we're talking like a big concrete oh, slab. I've seen I've seen it on like um people falling in love with buildings and having sexual relationships with buildings yeah. how um, you have
0: a sexual relationship with a building
1: how do you think
0: like yeah like rubbing just rubbing Ru- up on that
1: it's it's some good old
2: frottage right
1: yeah. there yeah it's a bit of rubbing it's a bit it's literally dry humping dry humping some drywall you know <laughs> oh. and the
2: imagination right
1: orgasm yeah, well, is uh, mean, the work of
2: the brain what do you imagine when you have a fetish for
1: an object that doesn't move that that's an inanimate an object wait is it inanimate inanimate an, is an, yeah it's yeah yeah or ananimate. i could get it if it was
0: like a car or a bus or something because like the engine <laughs> makes yeah. like a vibration in the seat somehow mm-hmm. like you know
2: which car yeah. would you fuck
0: oh Oh, we know (laughs) I would fuck my own car it's a
1: mustang convertible yeah of course although is baby is baby your child or is baby your fuck you know like have you separated that yet (laughs) the the name of the car is baby
2: yeah oh oh Well, then it's a little creepy to say it.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, it's fucking incest yes. right there, man. I
2: don't know. I don't know.
0: I'm not here. I, I'm not, I'm not turned on by my car. I love my
1: car. I'm not turned on by it. Oh, well, then it's just, it's just a romantic relationship.
2: A romantic relationship. But if you had
1: to fuck a car, it would be, would be baby.
2: I would say like, mine might be like, like a tank oh my god okay. wow that voice sexual yeah. rammy, rammy daddy <laughs> rammy. that's so good yeah just like you know
1: bull bulldozing me yep. over like yep. done Already. done yeah. squash me flatten Spreading me. My that's hard <laughs> That's fucking a lot. I'm into it.
0: <laughs> is it the uniform as well that comes with the tank? I feel like the tank's a bit of like a uniform fetish.
2: I, I definitely have that kind of attraction. I feel like I, I look at them and it will go into my fantasy fuck. Yes. yes. Oh, okay,
1: can't wait. I, I don't know what car I would I would fuck. I would let fuck me. I feel like this is going to sound like a cop-out, but like I really love trains. <laughs> I really love tubes and trains. You know, fra- what's his name on, on uh, what's it called? On Instagram, Francis Bur- Burge. Well, how do you pronounce his it's name? The train guy. I I'm don't know. I'm so into that. Like the train watching and like they're getting Ooh. so excited about the trains. So yeah and I always think of the family guy image of just like the train going into the really tight hole just like ramming it we
2: all (laughs) have pretty intense fantasies (laughs) yes
1: yeah it sounds like we do and that's so good intense Mm. fantasies are
2: everything we're sexually imaginative ladies (laughs) Yeah, oh that's for sure that is for sure when it's
1: when it's a movie setting you know like especially if you're warming yourself up through masturbation and you like start at the very beginning you don't just come and for the cum shot like a lot of people do it's like yes. the build-up the anticipation the teasing the the back and forth the and then it's the fucking and then it's like oh and then the pinnacle moment of just like busting the nut
0: which leads us very smoothly into our warm-up asking you what your fantasy fuck is is this a warm-up
1: Yes. <laughs> this is
2: the wall. This is the wall. I was like straight in. Wow, okay. I, I see how you guys roll. OK. Um, <laughs> no role I, I was uh, I was thinking about my fantasy fuck. Uh, I do want to say I have so many fantasies to pick from because I do, I have a very active sexual imagination. And because of my job, I I think about sex every single day.
1: It can be exhausting, right? It can, it can be too much.
2: <laughs> yeah. Either making content or like teaching as a professor in the classroom, like I'm always thinking and talking about sex. So, so sometimes I'll just think of something really crazy. And, you know, I feel like I've read many studies that show that more women than men are ashamed of their sexual fantasies, especially if it's very taboo or if it's illegal in real life. We all have crazy ass imaginations. Have you guys seen Saw the movie? Oh <laughs> like, my god! One of my first true loves. Yeah. Yeah. I don't watch. I, I always. Is. I always have to remind people, like, hey, don't worry about the sexual fantasy. We all have crazy-ass imagination. Like, we have murderous imagination. Have you seen movies? Like, that's an idea on paper and then on the silver screen. Like... There's some crazy movies. So it's okay if you think of like a sexual moment that's like, oh, no, this can't happen because it won't. It's a fantasy. Yeah, Um, Yeah. I do want to distinguish between a fantasy and a bucket list because a lot of times when I share a fantasy, someone will be like, well, that doesn't sound like it's, you know, possible. I'm like, yeah, because it's a fantasy it's not a bucket yeah. list if I was to put you know like f- getting fucked by four people and then bukkake all over my body that's a bucket list that's not a fantasy it's yeah.
1: <laughs> doable I
2: can yeah. do that yeah, yeah it's a set doable it up. thing <laughs> Yeah, this is
0: actually a really good thing because we we used to ask this question like back in the day when we had our old format and a lot of people's fantasy fuck would be something that they, you know, just want to happen in, in their life. And I think maybe that's what I would come up with when I was asked that question. But I think like, it's really cool to think, okay, like what would be my fantasy if like it never fucking happened and it could be absolutely every, Uh anything
2: then you can get real crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Aliens, yeah. machines. One of my absolute <laughs> favorites. Everything. Um,
1: cars. Um, yeah. cars. Cars, yeah, cars. You can get fucked up by a tank, for <laughs> God's sake. Tanks. It can work. <laughs> in my mind we have
2: a very sweet relationship (laughs) yes it's so loving and caring except to get rammed to fuckery there's a big teddy bear (laughs) (laughs) okay anyways so my sexual fantasy goes um i've thought about this quite often Especially if I like run into cops. I live in downtown LA. There's so many cops around. <laughs> and I also Stop like it. one time had like a pretty like mild, naughty exchange with a cop when I got pulled over back when I live in Arizona for college. Oh my God. My I God. need to know more. So that what was happened? like a real life thing. But then I imagine <gasps> yeah. from then like, Ooh, okay. The scenario would be like, you know, I'm drunk which is like you know drunk driving is terrible Didn't, not
1: yeah. gonna happen but like <laughs> du- I'm drunk the devious consent like the, oh yeah. okay touching a touch yeah. a touch vein yeah
2: I'm drunk and you know I'm just leaving this like BDSM club so I'm wearing like all red BDSM like leather mm, outfit right nice. super sexy it's cold so my nipples are really hard of course <laughs> and like you know I picked up a boy uh from that club so he's in the passenger seat I'm driving I'm drunk right and I'm sloppy so I'm swerving everywhere and so two cop cars like uh pull pulled me over like and then I'm like oh shit fuck I'm I'm so drunk like I'm gonna I'm gonna get fucked (laughs) like so (laughs) literally (laughs) I'm gonna get a ticket (laughs) I'm gonna die. I like I'm like okay I gotta stop I stopped a cop, one cop first uh, come up and it's like a, a boy cop, a man cop. <laughs> a boy cop, yeah. And he's like, roll down your window, like, okay, like, uh, miss, are you drunk? And then I said, doctor... And I said "Um, No I'm not And then he came over to like smell me Because you know when you're drunk you smell Like drunk you smell like alcohol Mm -hmm. So he came over and smelled me he got really close And like this cop is a racially Ambiguous handsome cop okay and okay, i'm, that's not, I'm into that right now i'm into like racially ambiguous people right now that's the kind of porn i watch right now yes. so like he, he he smelled me and then he started like licking the back of my ear and i'm oh, like Fuck, what stop. yeah into <laughs> and, this and then he's like you smell delicious oh okay okay let's go let's go and then and and then the boy next to me turned to be turned turned out to be bi right so then now it's like kind of like a lot of tension the boy next to me like looked at the cop and was like you're handsome i like want to get in and in in my mind i don't know what the fuck car i was driving but it fits three people (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so the boys like want to get in and then um because remember i told you there's two cop cars three more Mm -hmm. cops came by (gasps) to the car okay okay this is so good two two lady cops <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, okay. Like, one. One. Like more. More bush. Like. Uh, like. Oh. Like. I can. You know. Uh, who. Who should I say? Like. um Like a Tig or maybe Ruby Rose. Yeah. Ruby Rose is not bush. She's like. She's like mask. half. Yeah. 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 And then another woman cop, and then another man cop, and then we just ended up having an orgy in my car. <laughs> Inside
0: yes. my house. <laughs> I'm
1: living for this fantasy.
2: It's oh my so God, good.
0: This is so good. I love <laughs> how
2: detailed this is. It's literally like a porno. Yeah. And then at the end, that cop, well, at the end, okay, like I definitely got bukkake by everyone. And then the, the, the <laughs> first cop, the racially was cop, gave me a ticket still. Right. Yeah. But, how dare he? But Rude. it's 69 cents. Oh. <laughs> oh! That's the punchline. I love. Yep. Yep. And in the back there's his number and he's like, call me anytime. That's the end of my sexual oh. fantasy. But... It's a good it's a good fantasy. I'm loving this like play this out in your orgy? head when you're masturbating. I do. I do. I have yeah. very active sexual like, I mean, I have so many. If this was a whole episode of just like sharing each other's fantasies, we could. Oh, but yeah I just uh, I think about how, what what like things would be like a lot, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes i yeah. like walk past a person in like a coffee shop. I'm like, oh, what, what would it be like? Mm-hmm. The the reality
1: or like yeah right. bumping someone and being like, Do you want to go fuck quickly somewhere? Be it would really right? but- we could make it happen. That would still be a bucket list fuck. It can yeah. still happen. Yeah. Even your story could still. I, I mean, would uh, recommend think that it. Well- <laughs> But it, it's still doable. It's is still it? Yeah. Where do you uh, live? <laughs> safely? I'm not.
2: Okay. Which town do you live in? I live. I live in London. A, ve- a, a cop's very chill. Oh, they don't even have guns there, right? They don't no, have guns. No none. guns. Which, in
1: my fantasy world, is not cool. Right. I want <laughs> to be fucked at gunpoint. Here is that like, one of your fantasies? For sure. My fantasies are fucked up, though. Like, like oh, Rita. my, my- Trying to think like the one that I go to, my go-to fantasy is like... (laughs) <laughs> it's basically like a farm, farming people, but of their sexual juices. So they're wow. all strapped up. It's like a warehouse full of people strapped up to these machines, fucking them and making them come continuously. And like, they're basically, the they're gaining the energy against their will. There's no cons- consent here against their will. And they're getting the energy from the sexual juices. And I'm just like, I like hone in on one of them. And I'm just like watching this girl get like fucked, like wow. destroyed, fucked coming over and over again she's just like literally like have, has gone crazy
2: okay that's incredible that should be a movie. Oh, I I'd watch I it. need
1: to make a movie. Yeah. You know what? When
0: I was really young, I had fantasies like that. I used to be sitting in like getting like a lift somewhere in my mom's car and I would just be sitting in the passenger seat, like in my mind, like in this like weird sexual place where it was like being strapped up in this like weird machine. Then like people would be like just coming around. And you'd be like made to like fuck the other people in the other machines. Yes,
1: Okay, I've had this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, I've had that before. Like where it's just like machines like forcing people to fuck. Yeah. Into it, into it. This episode is sponsored by Joy Club. To all the kink and fetish lovers out there, aren't you Mm. sick and tired of not having a place to go to find people?
0: Oh, it's so important when you find your community and a space to explore explore what you truly desire in the bedroom.
1: I felt so lost and lonely when I couldn't find people with tickle fetishes, so using a space like Joy Club has allowed me to connect with like-minded people.
0: They also have loads of live sessions and tutorials like Shibari, so finally I can get my hands onto some rope.
1: And for anyone living in the UK, Joy Club is free for the first year
0: sign up now and we'll see you over there that's joyclub.com okay before we go too deep in the fantasies dr tara please tell our curious fuckers a little
2: bit about you and your journey how did you get to what you do now so i grew up in bangkok thailand i grew up in a very sexually conservative environment i went to an all-girls catholic school like my principal was a nun so there's no no more religious than that (laughs) yeah Yeah. so those were the people like i learned from and you know you learn not just academics but values right Mm -hmm. so from the very young age like I learned to be ashamed of female sexuality and my body because in my school if if your skirt is above your knee you get hit on the hands and then you (gasps) get sent home to like change your skirt oh my god that's wow. awful it has to cover your knees because you know you don't want to like provoke people uh um, yeah because my... that knee is just gonna right. make the me the so knees, sexy my knees you. are fucking sexy so yeah <laughs> gotta watch out god. <laughs> so that was that's like that just to give you a context of like what it was like for until i finished middle school so until i was 15 yeah. that was the yeah. narrative every single day right for 10 years And then after I finished middle school, at that point, I have always been just naturally a sexually curious kid. I remember when I was... 10 or 11 I was using the bidet on my clit a lot yeah (laughs) that's smart most people go for the shower head but yeah Yeah. the bidets well because in Thailand in Asia we have bidets so yeah I would always just hang out longer than usual I like use the bidet on my clit because it felt really good I didn't know it was sexual or not but it felt good so I was always so curious about that part of the body I knew at the time that it was related to sex but uh, like my family is so hush-hush so like I just never uh, investigated further um, fast forward to you know I lived in Finland for a little bit for high school and then oh, wow. so I have the European experience where people are to me like at least in Scandinavia are more open minded about their bodies yeah, got yeah. Scandinavia is more open in Scandinavia like, in they go sure. to saunas yeah naked mm. the whole family yeah. like you see your dad's dick yeah. <laughs> Like, yes. Yeah. yeah it's it's, it's so normalized weird thing
1: a lot of the countries in europe other countries have had a much better sex education than us and it really shows
0: i did have a naked household though
2: oh yeah yeah oh, my no, parents same i did see yeah, my parents, my parents naked, but...
1: walked around
0: naked so that yeah. was good at least it's yeah. good wow, at least, that's to see that amazing
2: yeah. that's like amazingly progressive yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 kind of weird so i had that experience which kind of Help me come out of my shell a little bit about like bodies, and then I moved to uh, Los Angeles uh, to go to university. I went to cal state l a and be living in Los Angeles was um very like f- being like an Asian international student coming to Los Angeles when you're like twenty is insane because. Los Angeles is one of the most sexually liberated places like ever. If you really compare to like Asia, Middle East, Africa, like you know if you compare it to those other places, not like certain places in Europe, I would say more oh, like sexually open. But I would say LA is like as good as it get as like New York and San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Like, New yeah. York and yeah, sure. San Francisco, right? So coming here, like I was, I, I. W- I went with my friends to like a sex toy shop and it was huge and all the toys are out. You can try them like on your hands. And that's just like a huge, like different experience for me. So that was the start of like my journey in mm-hmm. grad school. Uh, I studied relationships, particularly different interactions and communication in relationships because um, I've learned since undergrad that relationships is really the most important thing in life. And other (laughs) things kind of come along when your relationships in life are great. But like relationships with everyone, right? Not just sexual. Yeah, like family, siblings, friends, like you have tight social connections, right? So I'm like, oh, I want to study more of that. So I went to grad school for that. I went to Arizona to get my PhD in human communication. But within that, I focus on relationships, like within the relationships. And then uh, after graduating with my PhD, which like in the PhD, I learned from the best, like my professor, Dr. Laura Guerrero- Uh, studies attachment style which Uh, like publish a bunch of textbooks a bunch of books she's like talked on tv like it's really cool and then i studied affection exchange theory from dr Corey floyd uh who's very well known in studying twins and how men and women express affection so it's super interesting so from then on uh i read a study that showed the number one issue that all couples have regardless of their race their ethnicity their sexual orientation their uh, socioeconomic status is sex yeah Yeah. we all have it's such a global universal experience right it binds us (laughs) yeah it creates us there isn't necessarily like At the time, anyways, like that many people talking about it, it wasn't mainstream. So when I got a job as a tenure track professor at Cal State Fullerton and I started working on my tenure, I started focusing more on sex, sexuality and sexual communication. That's also where I started teaching sexual communication. And it's been seven years on that class. Before that, I actually taught quantitative research. So like statistics have always been kind of what I uh, teach and study. And yeah. then, uh, in this journey, <laughs> my personal story then comes in, I was married younger mm-hmm. and in that marriage, um, I didn't marry, I didn't marry the right person for me.
1: Yeah. We never do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: first relationships those first serious ones i see this as a huge mistake that now i try to educate so many younger people than me to not do this is to marry people based on their resume yeah i feel like that's a very american thing
0: is it tell me more i don't feel like it's a very british thing to like tick boxes on a resume but like from what i've heard other people talk about here it's very much like you know like how much someone earns like their kind of like status like how successful they are I feel like even on like shows like love is blind and stuff like that people are looking for like a certain type you know like if someone's a doctor it's like like a really big tick on the list or like if it's a, if it's a certain type of prof- profession there's some That's kind so of like security there maybe and you don't feel like this thing. exists in
2: England as much
1: no I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, like, of course, people look at maybe money and what they do for a living. But it's it's definitely not something that I think people just go, I don't know. It's just, it's not part of ticking the boxes of the resume is it's very different it's all about like you know like if if most of it maybe it's the way that england is it's whether or not you do have the sexual chemistry and if you kind of align with the same group of friends or you know maybe the class system Uh, potentially if you're on the same page there but we never look at education really unless education is extremely important to you but I don't know a single person that has ever been like and they have a degree in this and it's like (laughs) yeah I think we just or like wow they came from money their parents are so rich I wonder if we're in a little bit of a
2: bubble maybe from like living in London for so long yeah so like the combination of I think the LA culture plus like Asian cultures oh yeah places a lot of importance in pedigrees yeah you know it's just the truth right like I'm from Bangkok I like I don't know a single person that doesn't have a master's degree yeah like in my spiritual circle like it it's just a thing like it's just a thing you have to do it doesn't mean you're a good person it doesn't mean you're interesting it doesn't mean you're smart you just have to have it
1: yeah, I don't think I know like maybe two people in my friendship circle that have masters, and I'm like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah, like, yeah why'd why would you do More school? <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> right? I why are you spending that money? It's like you have a ton of student
2: loans. <laughs> yeah, yes. right. You could
1: have put you could have put a fucking deposit down on a house, bro. Like, <laughs> exactly. You <play> that? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's I'm, different. It's different for some subjects, obviously. Not showing me yeah. anyone who has a master's. Yeah. My if you're in sister, just yeah. did one, and
0: it's you know it's really fucking amazing, amazing. and she's yeah. got a f- yeah. really great job from it. so it's worth doing
1: I mean maybe it's different because we're sort of more in the creative industry definitely degrees and and schoolwork doesn't really have any weight it's only it's only the experience that you have but that's I guess, important
0: Tara with what what you do like you did need to do like I your did, PhD yeah. and yeah. everything <laughs> yes. like yeah and you're like teaching the good to like all your students and like everyone on social media as well it's really amazing
2: thank you I think um that I chose the right path for me it does it definitely feels good and like good in my body how are you feeling now you're out of that marriage
1: and you were saying like don't do the tick the boxes like you need to have the sexual chemistry
2: yeah i had like the quote unquote like perfect husband right he had everything um except we never had sexual chemistry i just looked past it i'm like it's okay he had everything no no, I know. It's like it like not last nightmare. Long. It only lasted a couple of years. And then we yeah. had to go through the divorce, which like just if we can have another episode just talking about <laughs> divorce, it's very difficult. Just emotionally, physically, mentally, it's exhausting. The number one lesson I learned from that first marriage and, you know, going into like dating people was I would never date anyone that I don't have sexual chemistry with ever again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep because in my school of thought you can't build something you don't have yeah yeah because there's two school of thoughts right we learned this in school is the chemistry can be built and then either you have it or not and after my experience with my marriage trying so hard to build it (laughs) i'm on a school of you either have it or you don't of course you have to maintain right like of course we get bored of our sex life like you know if you've dated someone like 20 years of course that will happen but it's either you have the chemistry or you don't have the chemistry and that's my school thought but like i know other people are like no you can still like start with just you know not having that and then like we can there are many different ways to grow it i don't know what do you think
1: i just don't know how you could. i don't know how you could grow something that isn't there You know, like if you're not attracted to them or not, you don't feel sexual with them in the first place, how do you create that? They would have to change their, because it's about personality, right? They would have to change their personality and who they were. It's about chemicals. It's like literally chemical
0: attraction. You can't change that shit. Like if your pheromones are not attracted to their
2: pheromones, then... Exactly. Work, yeah. Like, I love, mm. so I'm now married again because I'm like Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> 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 so I'm now married and I love smelling my husband. Like, I love smelling yes. his neck, his, mm. I, okay, like TMI, not no TMI on this show. No, um, no TMI. Not, not I love smelling his taint yes oh my god i love fucking it. love, love like, it mm-hmm. god, it's attractive to me and people are like oh my god that's so gross i'm like it's not to me like it's not no, to me it's like crack like, <laughs> yeah it- it's literally <laughs> crack it's, crack. it's- it's a little bit of sad a little bit of butt crack it's all kind of just jumbled together but like i never had this like scent attraction to my ex-husband or the people that i dated before so i just like i'm like so drawn to it i'm so drawn to scent like the natural scent because i feel like it's the only unadulterated indicator of attraction Yeah, Mm -hmm. because other things we're thinking right like oh oh like i i like someone who's like visually like this oh they have this like job they're a guitarist like oh that's so hot they're like a cerebral like we're thinking but Mm -hmm. scent is the only thing that's like undeniable
1: yeah it's it's like very like visceral and very human and literally they could have like they could untick all those boxes have no job have no money right. but it's something you just can't avoid or can't ignore i feel the same way about personality you yeah. know like it doesn't really matter whether they have an educational money or all these things it's like if they have that personality if they if they catch you in the way that makes you attracted to someone they've got that voice the voice ooh, you know ooh. then that's like
2: <gasps> can't can't
1: Ignore. Yeah. Um, we we need to move on to nipples here. Like I, have, my nipples <laughs> yeah. are screaming for more nipple chat right now. Yeah. I want to talk about nipples.
2: Let's talk about <laughs> nipples. I love nipples. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, it's great to hear you have nipples. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw that one of your uh, a few of your TikTok videos have gone viral, especially talking about nipples. It's like the most well-known
2: one. Would you say? I would say I'm well-known to talk about uh, male G-spot.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, yeah but nipples yeah, would yeah, be yes, second yeah up. let's talk about nipples
2: then yeah what are your <laughs> top tips on nipple pleasure mm, okay my number one tip for nipple pleasure for the giver is to stay focused And go all in. I think we can all agree that that we like passionate lovers. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. And if you were like half-assing or just kind of like get there and like lick it like a few licks, like that's not going to do anything. Like we get turned on by, of course, like the physical sensation, but also like looking at someone devouring our nips.
1: Yeah. yeah like they want so, to be
2: there i want yeah. to see you wanting to be yeah. there not
1: like oh i saw this once on a porno uh, and that's it yeah
2: no exactly
1: mm. <laughs> not yeah. That, uh.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah that yeah one where it's like the look up we're like the- yeah the- <laughs> I'm
1: <No. telling>
2: <laughs> uh, i want you to so, be focused on my nips yep, yep. <laughs> focused All in. And I think that like that's already like 50% of the work. Now, the technique is uh, the other side of the work that we can talk about. So there's three different aspects to consider. The first aspect is the pressure so nipple play doesn't always include licking nipples right it also includes uh, massaging with your fingers and hands it also includes pulling with your fingers so there's many different things you can do there's sucking right so i would say like what kind of uh, pressure is best based on um some of the I wouldn't say like empirical research but uh, <laughs> but, but uh, when I talked to somatic coaches and they they told me like you know their clients enjoy this is like typically a combination of like starting with massaging the breast with the hand and then like playing like a dial the no- like dial dial it in like with the fingers yes. and then start like pulling it a little bit and then start grabbing the boob you have to grab the boob grab the boob yeah and then go in and then start like like licking it like passionately and then start sucking. So that would be yeah. like a yeah. sequence.
1: I was thinking about this like gra- there's something about grabbing the tit and sucking it at the same time. Oh, I don't know. But when what people don't it? do what it both at the same time I'm yeah. like no just like hold them up and like yeah, hold squish them, them and in. suck them right squish them together and i want your mouth over both yeah. of them or like a like a like over the yes. whole fucking thing yeah yeah fucking play know, my nipples like a harmonica
2: yes <laughs> you know i thought about that before in terms of like what's the psychology behind it and why we all like it so much is i think like it communicates like two things intensity and ownership and a yes. lot of us like playing with ownership. the idea of ownership right if, if you you're holding oh, it it's yes. like this is like your your tits mine. is mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, like these are mine. Yeah. Like, you know, your tits are mine. So it's like yeah. uh it's like a psychology like 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 ownership, you you, you want to be owned.
1: It's also really porny. And as mm. much as like, we might not like porn, we grew up, a lot of us grew up with porn. So seeing a move like that is very like over, over inflated and extreme. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like the theatrics of yeah. it. And you're right. 100%. The ownership is so good. Oh God, I yep. need my nipples sucked immediately. Oh
0: it
2: my sucks. God, I miss it
1: so much. Yeah, I <laughs> need it right
0: now.
2: So, okay. Um, I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure like, you know, you guys have a good roster, so anyone will come suck your nipple today.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll just put just put something out on socials. I've just gone celibate for a while. Fuck. Okay, oh my, my God, choice. My poor nipples are, sc- are screaming yeah, I for
0: you. I need to like prioritize. Prior, prior, wow, I can't talk today at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to prioritize myself. Yes. a little bit and just the sex and stuff just makes things complicated so as much as yeah. I would like to be continuing to have sex I just think it's easier to just like cut everything out and I just yeah. give it myself until June
1: the detox because, The detox yeah, it's like a little good. bit
0: of a detox it means that I'm not worrying about anything but I have like I have a lactation kink like I am fucking Ooh. obsessed with people sucking my nipples Ooh. it
1: feels Love. so good to me
2: yeah, yeah. And I, just, I know it feels
1: good to me too i would agree it, can you orgasm from having your nipples being played with yes
2: oh what was your experience yeah need to yeah. hear this well, nipple gasm is real it's been documented in actually many experiments so it's Ooh. definitely wow. a real thing that people experience and there's definitely like the brain activity is similar to other types of orgasms wow mm-hmm. oh yeah. my
0: god yeah i love that we're getting this scientific proof here yeah this yes. is what we need this is
1: absolutely <laughs> what we need rather than just being like yeah i could come through my nipples it's like no let re- there is evidence for this <laughs>
2: yeah there's evidence for this and it's so like, like it's so exciting because Can you imagine if you're, you know, a woman like let's say in your 30s and you've never experienced or even tried to have nipple orgasm? That's another thing to unlock. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool to have like a never ending journey. So yeah, nipple orgasm is real. Nipple gasm. It's something that actually anatomically all women should be able to have. Amazing. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. Unless you have certain conditions with your nipples. Cause we know some women like can't feel their nipples at all. Some women yeah. have like certain um like uh what is it called? Like skin infection. Um, so there there are small diff- like exceptions. But yeah. for the most part, we can have nipple chasm. Before we move on to my second aspect of of nipple play, I wanted to say Florence because you're on like a celibacy journey. I highly recommend you try uh, the solo guided sexual meditation. Okay. I mean, if you Google it, there'll be a bunch come out, but you can use mine as well if you want on YouTube. I'm a huge believer of it because there's so many experiments and studies that show how powerful and beneficial sexual meditations are. It's just not talked about because it's free. Yeah, you know, like people Mm -hmm. want you to buy Viagra and like buy, you know, they want you to buy stuff. But yeah, when things that are like holistic and free, it's not like promoted, but I'm promoting it now. Mm -hmm. Go listen to my guided sexual meditation on YouTube. It's free it's there's five minute and 10 minute whatever you feel comfortable with wow. and just follow the guide oh what,
1: what's the link well what do people search for if they want to find this
2: yes so you can search for love bites by dr tara and the guided meditations will come up. There's a five minute one for beginners. And uh, I would highly suggest try with that because from research, we know that we need to build sexual self-esteem by trying in like small steps. Yeah. Because if you try like a long one and you can't complete it, then you feel shitty about yourself.
1: It doesn't sound that long, but it's at five minutes is a long time 10 minutes is even longer so definitely start with the five minute first even if you yeah i'm being done, you know yeah
0: <laughs> i'm going to don't you okay worry.
1: yes i mean i was like fuck this i'm doing the 10 minute one but i was like no 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 stop
2: <laughs> yeah please please report back i'd love to hear from especially someone that you know talks about sex regularly i wonder like how they feel about it yes Yes. okay okay all right so the second aspect of nipple play is um sensation play so temperature we can try um ice cubes we can also oh. try um, the giver sucking on ice cubes and then sucking on the nipples. Mm-hmm. We can also try the hot temperature. Ooh. So uh, you can drink like a hot drink and then suck the nipples and lick the nipples because those different temperatures will play a role in whether or not the receiver feel higher or lower like pleasure. There's a study that show it depends on certain like receptor in your brain like some women or some people because men also like nipple play uh, some people mm-hmm. yes. have this part of their brain where when it's cold temperature they get super like intense orgasm Wow, that's cool wow. yeah because imagine naturally when it's cold our nipples are hard Mm -hmm. yeah so it enhances like that it sends a like oh now your nipples are fucking hard you know
1: what yeah like hard nipples are more of a turn on than soft nipples yeah yeah even though you're cold and the aspect of you being cold might be harder for you to gain arousal depending on who you are but the hard nipples like turn me on
0: yeah and also uh, don't your nipples become more erect
1: anyway when you are turned on but like 100 probably not as much as if you were
0: cold but still yeah well, when,
1: you, when you orgasm I've noticed that my nipples just like literally like moments before I orgasm I can feel them go hard no yeah, way. yeah it's like it's like the, especially if like, you know when you're hot and sweaty and you've got like flaccid nipple and then yeah. just before yeah. I come they get really hard yeah, yeah. it's crazy <gasps>
2: Oh. Yeah, I would feel like that would be that's natural, like hard nipples and then like hard clit, right? Like, yeah, uh, swole. yeah, you have to swole yeah. clit, Swole clit, <laughs> big clit, big clit energy. Yes. So, that's the second aspect is that you can play with different temperatures. Now, mm-hmm. which type of temperature, like warm and hot or like the cold, are you more interested in trying? Oh,
0: I don't know. I, I don't I, know. I really want to do both. I'm like so excited to one day like do like proper sensory play exploration it's been something that i haven't really ever delved into with partners before so yeah like i don't know what i think maybe like the cold at first excites me a little bit
1: more yeah cold i think yeah cold is kind of like i don't know there's something there's something almost um submissive about having cold play you're like oh my Mm. god no like, like get away i can't deal with it and it's almost like like interesting, like terrifyingly exciting, you know. Yeah, then, wow. Then, Never uh, thought about
2: it that way, but that's interesting.
1: Yeah, and I, there's something about the warmth of it. Warmth kind of feels very comforting and cozy, and like Loving. intimate in a very different way. I'm thinking about thinking about um what they call the little candles, the the BDSM candles that burn yeah. up at a lower temperature, so you're not scalding your skin. Yeah, that kind of just almost feels like scary, but not in the same way as cold That's kind of like a warm hug.
2: Huh. yeah yeah which now i i love that you mentioned um the candle because then the third aspect of nipple play because the first yeah. aspect we talked about uh the different intensity and different mm-hmm. um ways to play with it with just the giver right yeah would you say that these tips are good for like all genders as well yeah oh yeah uh, I highly recommend I know a lot of men that embrace it really enjoy yes. nipple, um play some men you know that perhaps can't get over like this psychological part think it's like oh that's gay
1: yeah of course which is like so dumb. Yeah.
2: yeah i'm like it's just a body part no body parts have sexual orientation
1: right especially not if it's your own
2: no 100 percent. and you know when people are this is a little side topic but when people are against pegging because they think it's yeah. gay is yeah. i always tell them body parts don't have sexual orientation your yeah. butthole is neutral
1: Right? Yeah. 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 Also, you've got your hard dick in your hand, you know, if you're really thinking about it. (laughs) Yeah yeah that's right that's good perspective (laughs) taking yeah like
2: it's just a body part it has no no like sexual orientation so why is it gay Mm -hmm. like so that's that's a side note but yes so we talked about number one what the givers can do number two um involving like temperature and feeling different sensations for the receiver and then number three is involving toys yes yes okay toys so this could be like soft like a tail um if you own one of those butt pluck that has a tail you can use that on the nipples or just like a soft thing on the nipples you can try right. harder there's like nipple vibrators you can also use a vibe your regular vibrator on the nipples the suction toys are great for
0: your
1: nipples
2: i actually have not tried that what? you've got to do it with lube like if okay. you're doing it yeah because you need the
1: suction part to work and like yeah. yeah, when you get it wet,
0: it's, it's good.
2: Wow, what a good way to get your nipples sucked like independently, <laughs> right? <laughs> Independent.
0: I love yeah.
2: that. You should write a book like how to have sex with yourself and just every chapter is uh different ways to get different things with no partners. I, I did write about
0: that in my book. I did write about my book's being published next month and it's all like it is all solo
2: sex techniques. Yeah, I love that. Amazing. Y'all should get the book. Because I yeah. didn't even think of that like <laughs> nipple sucking from the clip sucking wow that's yeah. so good i'm gonna try that mm, um, yes. but you can up the intensity right because then you can up to like the claws like sharp yeah. claws and yes. see if, how that feels around maybe not on the nipple but maybe you're like on the areolas and like how it feels around the nipples and then you can go up to nipple clamps Yeah. oh my god but they're
1: okay nipple clamps are extremely intense and some people can take it but i would recommend um i've just been playing around with these they're i don't know what they're called they're like nipple nooses and it's like a little it's like a thing about a hairband but that's tied together with a bead you know so you can you can pull it one side and it gets it gets like tighter so it's like a little noose and that's really great if you don't like really sharp things or tight things on but you can still have something tightened around your nipple and you know hang something off of it or what I've done is like tie string to my nipples and then to my feet you know all that kind of stuff but otherwise because I don't know about you guys, but I feel like in porn, we see r- like really extreme nipple play. And, yeah. And everyone that, i have to be like no 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 like gentler like that's too too much don't pinch my nipples you know is it is it just me or is is everyone thinking that nipples just can take so much more than they actually can and no one's saying shit about it
0: i don't know i feel like just everyone's nipples have totally different sensitivity levels like everyone's do
2: okay i talked to a sex therapist that told me um that mom's can take it way more than people that have not had that would make, to, sense. Like, that would make sense yeah
1: yeah i mean they've just they've taken their nipple to the gym right like- yeah
2: yeah yeah when you're older maybe <laughs> yeah. you need a little bit more i was talking about this too like how i tried a couple of different types of nipple clamps one with le- that's furry so it's like not as hard and then like the harder one and then like the leather one and none of them felt good to me um but i would then i talked to this sex therapist who was like oh moms love it <laughs> like oh, really interesting huh? not okay, all moms cool. obviously but like yeah. some that want like a more intensity and they think it's hot when because it's it, it's involved in a whole like play right usually yeah. like bdsm-esque mm-hmm. um, play so yeah there's that and there you go nipple orgasm 101 Woo! that was so many good tips I also
0: wonder, because I have a lactation kink, I my nipples can take clamps. Your nipples been at the gym, girl. I had like a play partner like a couple of years ago who just was really into like the lactation play and it would be like role play of him just like feeding from me for like mm. an hour and my nipples got so fucking sore.
1: Yeah, because they get they 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 get so cracked and painful. Yeah, and also <laughs> lubes. We don't talk about it enough. Like lubes and oils and. Mm. Uh, I, I, I honestly, before anyone plays with any nipples, you gotta ask them how hard they like it I, and i don't know if you experienced this i feel like at the beginning at the start of nipple play it's got to be so gentle but mm-hmm. the more that we fuck the more that the more sex we have the harder i can take it
2: mm-hmm. i don't know if you
1: found the same same way it's like almost yeah. like your pe- pain threshold yeah. changes
2: yeah yeah i think that's when you know the body definitely has just physiologically speaking ones were aroused right because think of like evolutionary theory like when we're aroused we're ready to have like take it and like psst, like receive the seat and like have a baby right in terms <laughs> yeah. of evolutionary yeah. theory that's why when we're aroused we have much higher pain tolerance yeah so when people sense. were like oh i want to involve like flogging in the foreplay i'm like no you in- and yeah. you involve flogging in the middle of fucking yeah yeah or or after a little while like you don't just want to get hit right away Mm -hmm. like it feels almost like a turn off like it it feels almost like um someone one of my clients explained it to me it feels used
1: yeah. Yes, yeah. Or you, at least if you have to do it at the beginning, you build yourself up slowly. It's not just like getting spanked and like hit really fucking hard. you got to t- start off really lightly and warm up the surface. Otherwise, you're just going in there too hard and it can be a real yeah. shock.
0: Well, this has been an amazing discussion on nipples. To round off this episode, we'd love to ask you your fuck off story.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so... This is, uh, this is when I was kind of, I had a, a play partner who was an older guy who like, Owned restaurants. That's all I can say. Um, and <laughs> we have the resume. I feel like that's already so narrow in LA. Yeah, <laughs> you can probably yeah. just you're like, oh, is it this person? And I'll be like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like, so he's he's older. Like he's mm-hmm. okay. He never told he's me how old male. he was, but I'm gonna guess he's because of his kids. I'm gonna guess like like almost sixty, like 58 yeah. fi- Okay, older, older than fifty-five. Yeah. So sounds home so that was my sounds hot yeah (laughs) that was my play partner for like i would say like almost six months um and at first it was just like i was at the restaurant and we were flirting and then you know Mm. he would then like take me to these like different parties but we wouldn't necessarily have sex at first like we would like make out and he would finger me and i'll like blow him but that's pretty much it so we didn't have like penetrative sex Yeah. yeah we have other sex but we didn't have penetrative sex and then as time kind of goes by a little bit um he was like you know hey my friends are coming down from sf like are you down to hang out tonight and you know it's like such a vague like uh, okay like hang out what what the fuck does does it entail (laughs) you know like are we just drinking and smoking or are we like is this an orgy that I have to participate like I have no idea (laughs) but then at the time I was just kind of like drunk and high and I was just like you know like (laughs) yeah sure invite your friends over and we were like at dinner and he's like okay like let's go back to my penthouse and we we went back and then his friends came and Uh, I don't know uh, if they do this professionally or not, but there were three women, two men. They came in. One of the women was super like bubbly and she came up and she's like, Tara, I have all kinds of lingerie. Which one do you want to wear? What? Okay. I'm like okay like I feel like this is turning into a sex party but I'm not sure cuz no one is communicating directly. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. This is a fuck off, yeah. right? Okay. So and then yeah. at this point I'm like okay like but I don't want to be the, the like uh, I don't want to change, right? So I'm like, yeah, let's see, you know, I'm I'm kind of like a hedonistic like YOLO person. So yeah. I'm yeah. like, okay, show me what you have. And then she showed me she opened this like bag, like duffel bag, and there's like eight different lingerie. Whoa. and so she's like pick one so, so I just I pick one I went into another room I change I come out everyone was either in laundry or naked what yeah what? and at this point no one has told me that we were gonna have sex or like this was uh-huh. a sexual event what yeah. the um, f- it's all—it's like they're all
1: in the know, and you're not. You're like, like, like yeah, the exercise one. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh-huh. So at this point, I'm like, oh my god. Um, and then at this point, I was like, oh, okay, th- it's that kind of party because I'm in the lingerie. The two other women are in the lingerie. The well, was th- two other women are in lingerie. Then all the men are naked at this point. So oh, okay. wow. I'm like, oh nice. shit! I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know like what to do. Um, the guy that I was playing with uh came by and he's like here let me let me fix you a drink what do you want and i'm like okay what do you have he's like well i actually only have whiskey how about whiskey like you know like on the rocks i'm like okay that's fine i guess (laughs) um so then we started drinking then the girls started like kind of come over like massaging my back massaging and then they reach over started massaging my tits i'm like okay this is happening but i'm like i don't want to be like gang banged without like knowing these people (laughs) yeah you know like i don't want this to be my like fucking like undisclosed like gang bang so i'm like oh like oh that feels good and then i like was drinking and i turned around and i started like kind of massaging them she like you know pulled my head over started kissing me i'm like okay fuck 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 in my head i'm like fuck 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 fuck. but then outside i'm like oh yeah this is hot right (laughs) i'm I'm a a professor like i'm so good at performing so i'm like okay like I, i i'm gonna i'm gonna yolo and and see where this goes
1: and where, where's the guy that invited you to this? Like, he's there. He's
2: just—is he watching? He's there. We're all there. They're they're chatting. They're they're drinking whiskey, chatting. We're all chatting. There's like tribal house music playing, dim lights, like you know <laughs> yeah. downtown LA. Like it's it's popping like we're just hanging out where everyone's hanging out the girls are being very nice but then to me it's kind of like is this their professional job i'm not sure yeah because they're so good at just like approaching me Mm -hmm. so then they started like kind of warming me up um and then uh uh, he came over and he's like hey sexy come over here and he i he pulled me over to the couch uh and he's like do you want to bend over i'm like maybe (laughs) 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 <laughs> uh, it's a tough question uh, to answer and then, right now and then i turned around and i said are the guys gonna fuck me and he's like no 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 i would never share he has an accent now i can't share where he's from then you would know exactly who it is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he has an accent so he's like no 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 i would never share so i'm like what the fuck is this like uh, is he into people watching? So exhibitionism, like, uh, is he just into people watching? Are these his like sex friends that like come watch him?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: So I bend over. Um, he like. Started fucking me. Uh, these women uh, came over, started playing with my nipples, um, licking like my ears, and then, mm. you know, like did Coke on my foot. Oh like, my God, stop. Insane. <laughs> One of them like put a Coke on my butt crack and then do Coke on my butt crack while this guy wow. is fucking me. While you're I'm, being
1: fucked. This is insane.
2: I'm like, what is this? <laughs> uh, but you know, oh, yeah. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to admit, like the f- the fact that he was like, okay, the guys are not gonna fuck me. I felt better.
1: Yeah, because I'm yeah. like,
2: I don't, I want like penetration from these dudes. No one wants
1: surprise dick. No, like, no, nowhere, no, no.
2: And then so after the the girls like did coke like everywhere on my body, like you know, on my neck, on my butt crack, on my t- foot, like my foot. <laughs> <laughs> so far. Then uh, they started laughing and giggling. (sighs) and Okay, you know, this guy's like uh, about to come. I couldn't come because there's too many fucking things going on. Mm -hmm. Um, So this guy's about to come. Uh, The girls went over to the other guys and like started, you know, fucking. They they started having a a foursome. So now at this point, I'm just like, okay, uh, like I'm ready. I'm ready to chill. So the guy like pulled out, came all over the floor. Um, Those ladies uh, immediately pull out these like, wet wipes <laughs> that they have with them <laughs> what? <laughs> and uh, came over and i like, cleaned the floor immediately like huh. in like 30 seconds oh that's immediately wow. like, yeah okay yeah and then, like, service and then with we extra, just so. ended up being naked all hanging out on the couch smoking weed and then yeah. i'm like oh so where are you guys from they're like oh we're from we're from sf and everyone what? at this point that i'm observing more closely everyone had an accent oh uh, wait what's, so like, what's where what's is SF? everyone from san
1: francisco it's san francisco yeah, okay, yeah. san francisco yeah.
2: so they're so i'm like oh so are you are you like visiting <laughs> like you, did you fly down here for just this or are you visiting and they're like no no, no we're we're hanging out we're, we're visiting and we're hanging out this is just um one of the stops and yeah like, okay oh my god and then i and then we started smoking and i i started asking him so what what do you guys do for a living mm-hmm. um, and that this. guy that i was playing with was like no 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 let's not talk about work let's oh, stop talking wow. about work so then like we just smoked weed and then i went home but yeah that was it <laughs> wow That's he incredible. like hired a bunch of sex workers and didn't
0: communicate with you what the fuck yeah
1: yeah because i mean maybe, maybe they hired friends. them for maybe yeah. they like like there's fuck friends or maybe he hired them for himself and then just invited you for the ride and you happened I to have say no yes idea.
2: i have no and and i wonder too if i had said yes to other people fucking me if he would be like yes yeah. like, i'm getting like a train We're into it you know yeah. so I'm yeah. not sure what could have happened but for what had happened I'm okay you know like yeah. it was a, yeah. it was an interesting night um mm-hmm. unexpected it was fe- I was a little scared at times but overall yeah. I feel like it was exhilarating
1: yeah I mean I, I completely sympathize like it sounds so cool but when you're actually in there in the moment with strangers oh, yeah. you're like what the fuck is going on right yeah. now yeah yeah
2: yeah and and then you're also considering like okay what is everyone's like sexual health statuses like what yeah. is what is like health does anyone st- have a, like, a knife a gun am i like, 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 gonna get robbed yeah yeah, 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 yeah. like i like don't, don't know setup? any of you people <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah so that part was scary but but yeah it happened and and i'd never forget it yeah <laughs> no. i mean that's an incredible <gasps>
1: fuck off story that's <laughs> a good you. one <laughs> One to add to the leaderboard. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't know it was a
2: competition. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we, we're, there's always, like
2: you
1: know. <laughs> yeah. Is. I mean,
2: I have like another one, but it involves too many illegal stuff.
1: Oh, hello. Oh, like, oh. Okay, we'll, so we'll have to save that for another episode. Yeah, yeah, maybe next. The one where time. you come, come back and talk about fantasies and divorce. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, the, 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 the dark one. The dark yeah, the one. Really, <laughs> yeah, the dark one. We'll call it the dark oh. episode. <laughs> (laughs) um tara this has been amazing thank you so much for joining us on the podcast giving us your advice and information on nipples as well and and nipple play it's been really helpful i cannot wait to try your sex meditation wow yes i'm really
2: excited to hear from you yes definitely if you have time please do it please give me feedback Mm -hmm. i'd love to hear from especially you know sex practitioners and sex positive people
1: yes amazing check it out Um, of course, before you go, please tell our curious fuckers where they can find all of you.
2: I love that you say fuckers. That, <laughs> that, that, that's your tribe, the fuckers. Um, yeah, the hate curious fuckers. fuckers yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> Dear fuckers, you can find me at uh, lovebites.co. That's my website. All of my information and social media is on it. That's l-u-v-b-i-t-e-s dot c-o. Amazing. Yes, and,
1: and follow the TikTok. The TikTok is popping. Pop? off. It is popping.
2: It really is.
0: And Curious Fuckers, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you share it far and wide with everyone that you know, especially so that they can get their nipples played with in an amazing way.
1: Yeah, baby. Of course, you can keep up to date with all of our stuff via Instagram is probably the best place, but you can follow us anywhere on social media at Come Curious. And of course, our personal accounts, Read Amber X and Florence Bark. Leave us a review
0: and a rating and you will hear us next Thursday. Next Thursday. See you next Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, that spells cunt.
1: We love it. (laughs) Yay.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much, Tara. Speak soon. You're welcome. Thank you. This was so much fun. (sighs)